Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I want to talk about a Sunday afternoon game. That was between the Packers and the Bengals, which I've now said a couple of times. I'm not sure that either team wanted to win today. And they didn't have to. It could have finished in a 22-22 tie. It didn't because... Mason Crosby finally made a field goal. Uh, we'll talk about it with a guy who comes him day in, day out. He does it for Packers Central, the Sports Illustrated Packers site. Bill Huber joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Bill, would you say that was a tough game to watch today or a fun game to watch today? It sucked as a journalist because um, I, I like to have a game story done from the game's over. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know what to write. Are they gonna, when are they going to lose? I, I just was like, F it. <laughs> I'll, I'll just wait and I'll whip up something at the end. It was, it was mayhem. It was, um, yeah. I do a I do a podcast with my friend Matt Schneiderman from the Athletic. He called the game drunk. It seems cap description. The game was drunk. Man, it was just it was nuts. It was a little uh, tough to watch. But if you're a Packer fan, you walk away with it. When you're okay with it, if you're Mason Crosby and you made the game-winning field goal, are you still okay with it? Beats the alternative, right? It was interesting. Um, there was when he when he hit the game winner against the Niners a couple of weeks ago. He he ran around like a crazy person after making a fifty-one yarder, and he he hits the game winner today, and it's like there's no there's no celebration. It was it was just a sense of relief. But you know, I, I was getting a a photo from my story, and you know, like I said, for the Niners game, it was easy to see which photo to pick. All the photos looked the same, and in this game, there there was no jubilation. It was just the sheer relief of of um, his teammates getting him off the hook and him finally coming through. How many years is Cross? How, how many years? How many years, years is he? Today he missed almost three years ago today. He missed all those kicks against Detroit, and he's been on an incredible roll since. And has another bad game today. How many years has he been with the Packers now? Fifteen. Fifteen. And during that run, as you said, there's been some peaks and valleys, ups and downs. But the reason that he's still there is he's just tremendously consistent. And today was as bad a day as he's ever had. Um, wind, uh, that stadium, any specific reasons why he was as bad as he was today, including missing a PAT that uh, I know you can do the simple math and say, well, if he makes that one, you never get to overtime, and it's never quite that simple. But a missed PAT is a missed PAT. And then three consecutive field goals from the 220 mark to the end of the game. Uh, any reasoning? Did uh, you get a quote from him or hear anything about why he had such a bad day today? Yeah, he didn't make any excuses about it. I know after the game, Rodgers talked about the operation, and the operation, of course, is the snapper and holder. 
Um, he thought that, you know, I don't know if Rodgers got that from Crosby directly and he was just passing it along or if Rodgers is now a kick doctor. I don't know which. <laughs> um, but their holder is their punter, Corey uh, Bajorquez, and he signed with the Packers, you know, before the regular season starts. So there's not this tremendous track record there between snapper, holder, and kickers. So maybe that was something to do with that, or you know, maybe it's just one of those days, you know. But uh, at, the the, at the end of the day, he came through. It's amazing. He, I mentioned a minute ago, he missed four field goals against Detroit on, I want to say, October 7 of 2018. He had missed four field goals since then. Four until he missed three today. Let me ask you about uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams, who are the best combination of passer and receiver in the National Football League. He, uh, he only caught uh, 11 catches for 206 yards, uh, De- awesome. Devontae Adams. That's all. Um, other teams have to know that. I know that Randall Cobb made a big catch late, which gave them a chance. Um, but other than that, he didn't do a whole lot of a lot. Um, Tunyon didn't do anything today. How can a team like Cincinnati not double-team him on every single play? And, oh, by the way, a big Adams pass led to the eventual game-winning field goal. I know how good both individuals are at what they do. Aaron at throwing and Devontae at catching it. But how do you not take him away if you're Cincinnati? It's easier said than done, I guess. You know, he had that 59-yarder. Gosh, it was late in the game, Robert. I don't know. It all blurs together at this point. He was doubled by their best corner, Awuji, and their best safety, Jesse Bates, who's a fringe pro bowl guy. I mean, the guy's a damn good player. So they got their two best guys on him. He just runs right between them for 59. Um, the guy's an amazing route runner. I would say that's probably where it starts. The deception, I mean, you know, Matt LaFleur is a hell of a good schematic and play caller and obviously Rodgers is Rodgers but it just happens week after week you know like last week against Pittsburgh it was like this off day by Adams he caught like six for 70 or whatever it was it's just this he's unstoppable it's amazing he's not like I mean I think we all know Devontae now he's not he's not like that six foot four receiver and he's not the Tyree Kill four three speed guy all right he's just a guy who's six one and he's He's fast enough, but he's just this unbelievable route runner. He just gets himself open time after time after time. And he catches everything that hits his hands, which uh, yeah, they does. hit it plenty today. Uh, and he came down with 11 grips for 206 yards. Know that they tried to get a contract extension done this offseason with him. Um, the whole Rogers thing was hanging over the conversation, and it never did get done. Should be to no surprise to anyone. Um are they going to attempt to pick up conversations in season? Has he told them, listen, I'm not talking during the year. We'll figure this out. Uh, they, they surely will attempt to throw the franchise tag on him, and then you're going to have uh, where is Rodgers going and what the hell is Adams doing? I know you got a season to get through, but do you ever take a half a peek at uh, head to next offseason and go, man, the Packers are in trouble? Well, they are in a lot, in a lot of trouble. They are $47 million over next year's salary cap. And that's, of course, without Adams being part of that. It's um, The GM around here, Brian Gutekunst, has taken a lot of grief for not being aggressive enough. But if anybody wants to know what all-in looks like, look at this offseason where they extended <laughs> – they literally they literally gave contract extensions or renegotiations to every veteran on the team. And that was a way just to get underneath the cap for this season. They are just so far over the cap next year. They'll make your head spin, but – um, that's the price of doing business. I, I would assume the Packers would like to keep Adams. Um, and I would think if I'm Adams, I want to see what's going to go on with the quarterback. But, you know, you know, Adams might want to talk to it. That's why people have agents. So I don't think that precludes anything. But if you're Adams, I'm not sure I'd want to go 
I probably want to stay here without knowing who my quarterback's going to be. Understood. Um, the injury to Zaire Alexander. Uh, no, he's going to be out for a significant period of time, but I have not seen yet that they have said that he's done for the entire season. Was there any new news, or did you have uh, good inside information as to whether he's got a chance to return for the Packers this year? Yeah, they're they're going to sit him off for a couple of weeks, and presumably that means rescan him and see if the, if there's any healing going on. Um. Yeah, surgery, surgery is the end of the season, most likely. So, yeah, they're going to give it here a couple of weeks, two, three weeks, and see where he's at um, and see if he can heal on his own. Um, they might be four and one. They've won four in a row. But they, it's hard to believe that these guys can go beat, you know, talking like NFC playoffs, that they can beat Tom Brady or Matthew Stafford or, you know, any of these other really good quarterbacks. Like Alexander, he is a, he's a game-changing cover guy. And, yeah, they need him. There's, there's no getting around it. I right, got uh, Chicago up next, who's not too shabby, and they've got their own new quarterback, Justin Fields, who I think they kept under wraps today. I watched a little of that game, didn't watch a ton of it, but I saw his passing chart, and they didn't have him throwing the ball down the field at all, but their defense played huge today against the Raiders. And then they've got a showdown game against Arizona in a couple of weeks. Could be the top two teams record-wide in the NFC when they play. Um, as you just stated, they're all in for this year. If that's the case, does that mean leading up to the trade deadline? If they can go out and get somebody to help them, there was just a cornerback sitting out there. They couldn't have uh, gotten them into their salary cap, which you more know, um, in uh, the New England kid who ended up in, in Carolina. But um, are the Packers going to look to add at the trade deadline if they can? Yeah, if they can, yeah. Again, it's just it's the finances. I want to say they are $6 million under, give or take, right now. Um, which in theory sounds like it's okay, but it's all these other moves you got to make. You know, you could, like for this game, they, they elevated two guys from their practice squad. Well, there goes some cap space. Um, they promoted a guy off the practice squad. Um, there goes more cap space. It's just it's, it's the constant nickel-diming of cap space to get through things. Um, yeah, I, I would think they would like to. Um, it's got to be the right fit. And, of course, if, if the team is getting rid of a player at the trading deadline, he's more than likely an expensive guy who they're trying to dump salary. So that makes it hard to do that. So um, I think their best bet is you hope if you're the Packers that J.R. Alexander can get back healthy and Zadarius Smith can get back healthy after back surgery. So you get your two, two of your top defensive guys back to the stretch run and offensive line here. They should be fine at midseason. Bakhtiari can come off a of PUP here next week. I mean, after, after the Chicago game. Um, I don't think he'll play for a couple weeks after that. But then the Pro Bowl guard Elton Jenkins should be back here maybe next week. Um, their center missed this game. So, you know, you, you get your full offensive line back, say, in three weeks, and you get your top defensive guys back by the end of the season. Who the hell knows? They got good chances, any. Last thing uh, I'll hit you up with is, and it's something that uh, only the two individuals I'm going to ask about know for sure, how's the relationship right now between the quarterback and the coach? New is going to be a tough season with the off-season uh, off lead-up, with Aaron not showing up, but then eventually showing up, and they redid his contract enough for him to say, okay, I'll come and play. And, oh, by the way, he's playing like an MVP again. Um, how's the relationship between he and LaFleur right now? Well, well yeah, him and LaFleur is great. It's the GM, Brandon Gutekunst, where there's been some questions. You know, at the, at the start of training camp, they've, Rodgers won Randall Cobb, and Budokun's traded for him. So I would think that's a good move in the right direction. Um, again, I don't – the Packers say they want Rodgers, and clearly you'd want him because you can win, but their salary cap is such a mess, 
I don't, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know how they keep him without gutting the team. And if they're going to gut the team, again, the Cactus Rodgers want to be part of that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not going to be happy about that. No, Aaron Rodgers, he has to be playing elsewhere next year. And not only because, uh, as you say, uh, because it's just that time, but the Packers have kind of painted themselves into a position that's untenable going forward to uh, go for it this year. Well, they're all in, you're all in, and they found a way to win today in a game it looked like, for all intents and purposes, they were going to lose. Maybe that's a good omen for those of you up in Cheesehead land. Uh, Bill, great stuff. Appreciate you coming on board. Thanks for jumping aboard with us. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Bill Huber from uh, Packer Central here with us on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.